like uh, six months ago, my wife said, well, we got to change the, the color of your bedroom. Let's, let's paint it a different color. So mm -hmm. she picks the color, and she goes away for the, she's visiting her uh, her family. So mm -hmm. I paint the, the bedroom. It's perfect. She comes back, and I like the color. <laughs> <laughs> you picked it. Make up your mind. <laughs> Don't let her talk to you in the wall. She likes oh, the color, but she doesn't <laughs> like it when it's actually on the wall. On the wall. <laughs> of course, when she was looking at the colors, oh, that's nice. Oh, I like that one. Oh, so that's nice. good. Here, here, here. <laughs> <laughs> That's the problem. Oh, dear. That's the problem. <laughs> okay. So remember, page 16. I remember the purpose for making the mandala offering. Begin. So hold that purpose in your mind while you do it. And remember, what's the purpose of reciting uh, the refuge? Did yeah. we talk about that? No, we did. We did. Yeah. yeah. It's. it's uh, you can just think of it. It's, it's. It's to make what you're about to do auspicious, so that you can. Uh, so that you can see it through, to the end. And to be, yeah, be successful. Can, can you, when you say to make it auspicious, you're, you're referring to make it... Make it something quest, connected. A quest that, that you're going to fulfill. Yeah, almost. yeah. But we are going to study, and you want the study to be... We want, we want to succeed. We want to be able to gain the benefits of the study. And we also want to make sure that our motivation is, is not something worldly. So that it's pure. Yeah. Okay. So keep in that in mind, recite the refuge. Sangye Sardan Jola Pencher Sangye Tuparsha Sangye Chodam Soikye Chodnamla Chanchu Bhadu Dhamme Kyaksuchi 
So today we're going to talk about all these books that I brought here with me. <laughs> so we'll be here for a little while. <laughs> uh, this is, uh, I just noticed this downstairs. It's a, 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 a sutra that you find mostly talked about within uh, Chan Buddhism, uh, Shurangama Sutra, even though there is uh, it is within the Tibetan canon also, but uh, the Tibetans, you don't hear the Tibetans uh, talk about it too much, that much. It's called the Shurangama Sutra, and a few translations of it. And most of the time the translations are come from, yeah, not from the Tibetan, from the Chinese. And the reason I picked it was because uh, there's a list of things <laughs> Remember, I mentioned something about uh, uh, that we are practicing, and you have to keep that in mind that you're cultivating a path, and you can don't expect yourself to be perfect from the very beginning, because you're told about these high ideals that you're supposed to be aspiring for, and remember that you're aspiring to achieve them. You're not supposed to have them and then be on the path. Okay. Acquiring them is the path. Uh, and I mentioned something about, uh, uh, and sometimes you're waiting for a method and you're expecting the method to be some extraordinary, spectacular thing, like, and I give the example, like swallowing the earth and then regurgitating it and 2,000 times in the morning. Okay, then you will get it, it, the spiritual thing. And then you say, oh, you said to yourself, oh, yeah, that, that, that's definitely something that, that is will get me somewhere and you try to do it and you can't do it and you give up and I say and at the end of that I said uh, by the way it's something that Buddhas do <laughs> and in this list there's this list of things that Buddhas do in there in the Shurangama Sutra where it talks about uh, uh, at the time the Buddha told a Bodhisattva named Resolute Mind the Shurangama Samadhi cannot be attained by Bodhisattvas of the first, second, third, ta -da 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 -da. The only Bodhisattvas who are on the tenth stage. Taradara is not in here. Only Bodhisattvas who are on the tenth stage can attain this Shurangama Samadhi. So the Samadhi is a, is a meditative state that you enter. Okay. 
and the Buddha is saying that only high-level bodhisattvas can enter this kind of samadhi. And what is this samadhi? It is to cultivate the mind as if it were like space. It is to observe the present mental state of sentient beings. And it gives, to, gives a bunch of other things that happens in the Surangama Sutra, I mean Surangama Samadhi. And one of them, what I wanted to say here, uh, yeah, it is to be able to make one eon be immeasurable eons. It is able to make immeasurable eons into a single eon. It is able to make a single country enter into an immeasurable number of countries. It is to be able to cause an immeasurable number of countries to enter a single country. It is for limitless, this is what that comes closer to uh, swallowing a world. It is for limitless bodhisattva realms to enter into a single pore. <laughs> it is to manifest the entrance of all beings into a single body and so on and so forth, so on and so forth. Now when you read these things, things like that, you wonder, I mean, is, is, are these being literal? To actually take, you know, uh, I'm going to say immeasurable number of worlds and then put inside your, one of your pores? <laughs> this is even more fantastic when I just said, you know, swallow the world, right? Now take the immeasurable worlds and put it into just one pore in your body. And it says that when you enter the samadhi, you're able to do that. Okay. Now, these fantastic things that they're describing here, they've been described here, don't think that that's what you're supposed to be doing to be, for you to say, oh, now I'm on the path. Okay. It is the very uh, the thing that we're referring to as simple things, stopping your anger. And then when your anger uh, overtakes you, you don't allow that to be, to, to be a definite to become a definite, uh, 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 for you to say, oh, this is definite now, I cannot stop my anger, because I tried. Okay. Don't, don't, let, don't, don't allow that perception to make you become discouraged, and to make you think that, ah, I cannot be on this path, I cannot, I cannot put immeasurable worlds into my one pore, I got it. it's not for me. Okay. Alright, that's the little thing from there. <laughs> Okay, now we'll go back to, uh, now today we were going to, that's it, we're going to finish the 12 links of the end origination. We finished it already, but we're going to review it today. <laughs> okay. Right. Uh, so, is this your first time in a Buddhist class? Okay, so we've been covering this topic for a bit some time now, so... Don't worry if you get lost. Okay, that's part of the path. <laughs> okay. So we looked at what 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 is it that made us that caused us to look at uh, to consider the twelve links of dependent origination. It's the result, the result that we already have, a life that is conditioned by aging, and, and eventually the end of it will be death. And we want to know, where does this come from? What is it that, because it existed, because it exists, that we have this condition? And then, looking at the chain of causation, we, uh, there are 12 main links in this chain of causation 
that is where this is uh, responsible. Okay, and this is very much like a chicken and egg kind of question. Okay, uh, uh, when you see the chicken, then you think back to the egg. When you think of, when you look at the egg, you look back to the chicken. <laughs> okay, because it's like that. So you can't really say there was there's this extremely pure link. All by existing all by itself, and then it gives rise to this other link. Okay? The, when you see one of them, you see that all the all the all the other ones are present in some form, either in potential or in manifest form. Okay. And uh, this is, I add this is a nice little book. This comes from the <laughs> we're doing a lot of we're doing transcultural Buddhism this morning. <laughs> this is from China, right? This, this sutra is studied a lot in China, and this is a Theravadan text, mostly in southern Buddhism. Okay. And this is the Abhidhamma. It's, it's like a, uh, it's in, in, almost like a mini Buddhist encyclopedia. It talks about the different states of mind, different states of beings, and things like that. And most of the, uh, what you call foundational uh, uh, ideas are in here. And uh, I picked this up because, and again, we're having a lot of problems with some of the terms. And here is a, uh, uh, a different translation of the term samskara, which I think it's kind of, I think it's uh, this, this uh, author, this translator did a very good job. Okay, the 12 links of dependent origination here. Okay. So, 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 because of so we're gonna start from I'm not gonna confuse you start from twelve the last one and then go in the middle and then start again break it and go in the first okay we're gonna start from one and go to number twelve okay so because of ignorance and what is ignorance ignorance remember it's not just or oh, I don't know ignorance this ignorance is more of a a wrong conviction. A conviction that is deep-seated, a conviction that is what you call uh, at, at, a, at the unconscious level, because of this wrong understanding, which is a wrong, a wrong understanding of which we have a conviction about concerning the reality, concerning the nature of reality. Because of that, that and here, uh, because of that, that exists. And here is the second link. That's the first link because of ignorance. And here they give us. Uh, uh, I like his uh, his uh, uh, the rendition here. Okay. It says arising conditioning activities, conditioning activities. Because of ignorance, there there comes to be conditioning activities. How, how does that uh, strike you? Conditioning activities. We had before mental. What did we have before? No, no, no. Not. Uh, immature karma. Immature karma. And the other one? Immature karma. Compositional factors. No, so you have, now three you, have choices, you have three choices now for the second link. Immature karma. Compositional factors, and here's a, here's a third one: conditioning activities. 
You like that one? Yeah. What do you think? So, okay, it's the first time you're hearing this. It's an opportunity for us. Okay. When you hear the word compositional factor, what comes into your mind? What, what, what does it conjure in your mind? Well, you have to break it down into the words. Mm-hmm. And the text is the same that what, what, what the compilation is made up of, or whatever. Mm-hmm. So, it, so it, it just, like, uh, 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 things coming together. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And the term, what was the other term? Well, immature karma. Immature karma would be basically uh, like not understanding on a higher level. Mm. Okay. It, 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 it doesn't uh, strike you as a child, a karma was childish? Exactly. <laughs> so you have immature karma, we have we see a compositional factor, and here we come in with a new term from this book. Conditioning activities. How does that one strike you? Um, conditioning activities. Because you do at the level, you perform at the level you're at. Okay, so, so there's, there's, a, there's a, some sort of, you, you see some, ac- some action going on. Yeah. Some performing something. It, it, it mental or spiritual or whatever, you perform at the level you're at. So if you're like childlike in karma, mm-hmm. that's how you can perform mentally and, and otherwise. Hmm. Okay, so you're driving something, something. Uh, I guess you're going a bit, you're going a bit further. Good. So, so conditioning activities. So you say activities that are conditioned, conditioned by what? Conditioned by your understanding of how the world is. So the, because of the way you understand the real, because of the way you understand reality, is going to condition the kind of activities you're going to have. How you're going to think is going to condition how you're going to speak. It's going to condition how you're going to uh, uh, act. Now, this is conditioning activities, but not so much, not so much so uh, uh, more, more in a sense of thinking about what comes after. Okay, not just the activity itself but the kind of activities that you will perform. Okay? So it's like the, the, the potential for those for, for a certain you have a you have a certain kind you have potential for certain kind of activities. Okay. So ignorance because of ignorance, because of not understanding the true nature of reality, because we are not only not understanding but we have a conviction about the about the nature of reality that is not in accordance with what the nature of reality is, this conditions our our act. It will condition our activities, and it create it, it causes us to act, and it, this this creates a potential for something. Okay, that's the potential. That's uh, the second link, and the third link is how does it call this one? Well. The same thing. It's still consciousness. Okay. So ignorance gives a leaves us a, a, a potential, a seed for action in the mind. This seed of action in the mind creates a kind of consciousness. 
and this kind of consciousness creates a certain kind of matter, a certain kind of mind. That's what they call name and form here. So this one just, this book come right out and say mind and matter rather than name and form. But to say name and form, but more in, not necessarily on the, the, uh, the complete outcome, of not, not, not the specific form, not a specific name, but the potential for specific, a potential for form, a potential for, 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 for mind. Okay. A potential for a kind of matter, a potential for a kind of mind. And this, so what do we have? We have ignorance. Well, now you're confused because you have three terms. Yeah. Three terms. <laughs> three terms for the second one. Because of ignorance, it causes us to have uh, a potential. And this potential creates a kind of consciousness. And this kind of consciousness needs a certain kind of mind and a certain kind of body or certain kind of uh, a certain combination of mind and matter for that consciousness to manifest okay. and that kind of mind and that kind of matter gives rise to the kind of senses that is related to that kind of mind and, and matter ignorance Conditioning activities, as it says here, the second. The third is a consciousness. The fourth is name and form or mind and matter. After mind and matter, you have the six senses. Okay. And these six senses, they because, because we have these six senses, we are able to make contact with the world. So the next one is contact. And out of the contact that we make with the world, with our six senses, we get a feeling. So that's the next link, the feeling. And because of the feeling that we have, we, we react to the feeling. We get attachment or craving. We develop a certain kind of craving. And because we habituate ourselves with craving, we eventually end up with a strong desire which is grasping and it, it is this very grasping now it gives rise to the next one uh, this one still this, uh, uh, translates it as becoming and this is a thirst for existence so these are the these are the three kinds of desires that I mentioned, okay? Like an initial kind of desire, a middling kind of desire, a strong kind of desire, and an, uh, uh, an intense desire, a thirst, okay? A thirst for existence, a thirst for existence, for a thirst to continue to exist, so that you can continue to experience those kinds of feelings that you have, that, that you encountered. And then this thirst for existence gives rise to birth, which is the next link. And then this gives rise to the last link, which is aging and death. 
And usually, uh, in the the way the last link is described fully is death, decay, sorrow, lamentation, pain, grief, despair. This whole mass of suffering. So this whole mass of suffering is linked with the. This birth is, 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 is connected with the fact that you were born. The fact that you were born is, comes from because you, you, you had a, uh, an, uh, an unconscious thirst to exist. This unconscious thirst to exist comes from the previous experiences, previous experiences of existence where you, are, where you have, a, you can say, attachment. And attachment comes from uh, the experience that you've had when you make connections with, 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 with objects. And, and, you, and that crave a craving for them. Okay. So strong attachment, craving, or just craving, that one before. And this comes from the feeling that you get as soon as you make that contact. And what is the feeling you get? You get, you be, when, you, when you see something or hear something that, that you f- find pleasant, you're happy. And you want this happiness to continue. And this wanting the happiness to continue, that's the craving. And when you become overwhelmed by this wanting, this happiness to continue, that's the grasping. And when you attach this happiness to existing, then you become thirst. That's the thirst to exist, to continue to exist. And you wouldn't have these kind of feelings of, of being happy when you encounter something you like, or having a aversion when you encounter something that you don't like, if you, if you didn't make contact with something. And you wouldn't be able to make contact with the outside world if you didn't have six, your six senses. And you wouldn't be able to make, you wouldn't be able to have six senses if it wasn't for this combination of mind and matter. Because when you look at the six, the, the senses, uh, you always have to talk in, ten, in, 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 in always in terms of two things coming together, mind and matter. There's, a, there's an awareness, and that this awareness is based on, on some sort of organ. Like fleshy eye give you a, 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 a mental awareness. Okay, so that's the six senses, and and the reason that you're able to have this this kind of six the, sen- the senses is because of the kind of matter the kind of mind combination that we have. And where does that come from? That comes from the consciousness. So th- there's a, a the a con- the consciousness. In order for a particular kind of consciousness to to uh, manifest, it requires a certain basis, a certain a certain combination of matter, a certain combination of mind. Okay. And the kind of consciousness that is you have to think of not just consciousness in general, like the Buddha also has consciousness, but the Buddha's consciousness doesn't come from ignorance. It's not connected with ignorance. Mm. Well, it's a, a particular kind of consciousness connected to the very last result, which is a result of having a, a, a being, a kind of being that experiences a whole mass of suffering. Okay. So. No, carry on. Okay. <laughs> I, I do have a question once. Okay. So hold, hold, remember that question? Don't lose it. <laughs> and. This particular kind of consciousness that is connected with this kinds of result that we are talking about, all mass of suffering, comes from a potential derived from a, a holding on to a, a, con, a, a conviction. 
So the conviction that you have determines the kind of being that you end up being. Mm. Okay. And if your conviction is completely wrong, then you will experience suffering. If your conviction is correct, correct meaning not l like uh, if you compare this and that and which one is more right, which one is more wrong, but when, when, it, when the conviction is about the nature of something and your conviction is actually in accordance with the actual nature of that thing, then it's right. When your conviction is not in accord with, with the nature of the thing, then you're, th that's, that's wrong. That's ignorance. Okay. Alright, so these are the 12 links of dependent origination. Okay. Now, we've, we've shown them sort of on a wheel, right? Yeah. And it doesn't... Now, for birth and death, right? Mm -hmm. Death comes instantaneously, right? It's just sort of, you're alive, you're dead. Mm -hmm. Birth comes basically instantaneously, right? Mm -hmm. Is everything here sort of instantaneously once there's life in samsara? I mean, isn't there ignorance to start the life? You're starting with ignorance. Mm -hmm. So as soon as that, the, the idea or the things formed, isn't it just ins instantaneous? I mean, like, basically without, without time, this doesn't happen over a, a course of a lifetime, does it? It's just sort of yeah, instantaneous. It's, it's all instantaneous. Are you saying they're all there? They're it's all, all it's sort of instantaneous all at once, mm -hmm. you know, because as soon as you, as soon as you're born, you're sure to die. So yeah. It's sort of, and the desire and the, the grasping, everything else, mm -hmm. if it all leads back to ignorance, mm -hmm. doesn't that sort of make everything all happening at one time? Mm -hmm. Once well, you're in samsara? Mm -hmm. yeah, well, all these, uh, for the full 12, for the full round of 12 links to be experienced, you have to go through three lives. Three lives? Yeah. Okay. Because uh, one of them creates a potential for a potential. Uh, uh, that that will be like what right now while we are alive, we have ignorance. We are acting out of those those, those ignorance. But the the full maturing maturing of that action, we may not see it until the next life. Okay. And then that means some of the things that we are experiencing now are not necessarily they were not uh, the causes were not placed in, in into motion in this life. They came from a previous life. That's why the, the the full round of the of the twelve links is 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 uh, encompasses three three lifetimes. What we are experiencing now is a result of a previous life. And what some of the things that we are doing now is laying the foundation for for uh, that will be experienced in the, in the life after this one. But they are all part of that of that link of dependent origination. But within that one life, there is ignorance. Within that one life, there is all, all these things are present also. But m more in the sense of creating a potential, which is what we do here, we create potentials. And also, and, and because some of these potentials don't manifest until uh, a certain amount of time has, has gone by, then some of those, some of the things that are, uh, that are part of the wheel happen in the, in the next life. And the, and the life after that. 
right. and the last and, and, they, and, and they keep no, three, th three lives connected to each other. Okay. So as soon as one is is of the three is gone, a, a third one is 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 is, is 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 linked to it. So there's always three lives connected with the twelve links. So let's say, just for the sake of of, of presenting it. Everything that we have here started with the life before that. Don't think about the life before that. It's just the life before this one. Okay. And then that created the potential for this life. So that's the previous life. And some other things that we're doing now, so the previous life is gone. There was this life and then the next life. Right? And as soon as uh, uh, we are acting, we are, we are in this life, we are acting, there are things that we, we, we will not experience the result of until the following life. Right? So that will be so this life becomes what the life before us was to us. So we become to that third life that one. The previous life. You got it? Wow. I'm I'm lost myself, can you tell me? <laughs> 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 you really want me to Yeah, we really want you to expand it. That if you think of this that it takes three lifetimes to get through the twelve all of these mm -hmm. things are always at work and in play in our lives that right now we're living the result of the previous life and at the same time we're living the result of the previous life we're also generating what's going to come for the future mm -hmm. which when we step in this and we look back to that ignorance thing gives us the opportunity to try to break out of ignorance mm -hmm. yeah. okay so you did <laughs> okay, now finally we're going to talk about the wheel of life. Okay, the wheel of life is a very interesting thing because I, li I like, well, you probably know it, I like enumerations of things. <laughs> <laughs> so we did the 16 that, before this, the 12 that. Now we are into the enumeration of. Uh, so. And, and, and it still has to do with this samsara, right? This, this, what is this samsara where, where, where we find ourselves in? What are the divisions of samsara? Okay. So the wheel of life, which is all, all part of the 12 links of dependent origination also, uh, has to do with, uh, it is this thing, this, uh, uh, what what the Buddha refers to in the earlier uh, sutras as this whole mass of suffering. What is this whole mass of suffering? And that is the wheel of life. And, and when, because it says the wheel of life, don't, don't include uh, those who are uh, enlightened in it. Okay? When it's about the wheel of life, it's talking about the, really the wheel of samsaric existence. All right. Mm. Uh, do I need any? I don't think I need the ties. I hope this book goes into it. <laughs> Probably not. No, it doesn't. It's it's separated into explaining the twelve links of dependent origination. Explaining the pictures <laughs> of that of that poster, and also explaining uh, where the poster came from. 
And uh, you already know, I, I told you a story how the poster came, came in, this poster, right? how this poster came into existence. It's what is called the Wheel of Life poster. Right? And there are many renditions of it. Some, some artists decide to have their, some, do some artistic freedom. But the artistic freedom that they usually have is uh, when it comes to drawing the, uh, the animal figures in there, some, some, some artists use different kinds of uh, different, different animals, and some artists uh, depict them. Uh, so in this one, which is said to be the correct version, <laughs> the animals are, you know, uh, one is coming out of the other. So you have the snake, the I don't know what kind of bird, but some kind of bird, and uh, and sometimes you have a pig, and sometimes you have a I can't quite make out what animal is in here. Is it a pig? No, that's a cow. <laughs> this is a cow. <laughs> I can't see it. It looks like a cow. <laughs> and then you have a goat, right? Yeah, sometimes they have a goat. You want me to get the poster? <laughs> <laughs> you have the poster? It's downstairs. Okay, get the poster. Yeah, well. and, and that reflects yeah, what ignorance. Yeah, it, that, that's supposed yeah, to be the three poisons. Uh, okay, greed, uh, uh, anger, greed, and uh, so depending on what who's drawing it, but the, the main thing is the three animals in the very center of the wheel of, of existence is is. It represents the, what are called the three root uh, kleshas, the three root uh, mental afflictions. All the other afflictions that we have, all the problems that we have, arise basically from these three root afflictions. And these three root afflictions are ignorance, uh, uh, greed, desire, attachment, whichever word you want to use for that and then anger or hatred, okay? And it's because of, and I like the way Gishen Michael uh, describes the, 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 the other two. He says, stupid liking and stupid disliking. <laughs> <laughs> Stupidly liking something and stupidly disliking something. Okay. And the correct way of presenting it is they're supposed to be uh, one out of, out of the animals like you know, biting each other's tails. So it's, it seems like they're coming out of each other. And this is supposed to show you that they are, all these things are linked with each other. They're not, they're not, they're not separate. Whatever you see one, the other, the other two are present. If so, there's greed, there's ignorance, and there's, there's, there's potential for anger. And whenever you see anger, there's potential for greed, and then there's definitely ignorance. Okay. And of course there's ignorance, those two are going to come out of Okay. And, th and they're supposed to uh, so sometimes they're depicted as both of them coming out of one animal which is supposed to represent ignorance sometimes they just show like they're biting each other sometimes they just show you know, just standing around posing <laughs> in the center <laughs> but th the idea is that that's the root of that's the root of our mass of suffering existence okay. and out of this out of these three, and if you keep in mind, out of these three roots, let me see, what do they have? Yeah, and this one, everybody see that? No, it's up to you. Everybody <laughs> sees that? <laughs> Barely. Barely. Okay, now in this one, is de depicted that they're both coming out of the mouth of one of them. Oh, there you are. 
and this is the pig. That looks, which looks like a cow in that picture. Maybe it's, maybe it's a pig. It's a pig. It's a boar. Okay. Yeah. And out of and so you can understand. Uh, well, the bird represents what? Greed. Greed. And the snake represents anger. Anger. So the boar represents ignorance. ignorance. Because the eyes cover uh, the, t- the 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 ears cover the eyes. So. They can only see like immediately in front of them. They're blind almost. Oh really? I didn't know that. Well, if you look at their ears, their ears flop down in front of their faces. Oh, yeah, I didn't know that. So that's why I guess pigs are used. Uh, I was wondering why the poor thing is used always used as a why example for ignorance. Why is the bird green? Well, you know. Uh, Reaching for the sky, and then oh, a beautiful yes. plumage, mm-hmm. yeah. and people always desiring to get their plumage. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And the snake, because the snake is always biting, oh, we always think of the snake biting. Mm-hmm. Right? That's the anger. That's the anger, yeah. And the pig, well, that's ignorance. Mm-hmm. Okay. So in this one, the image, the, the image is that they're coming out of the, the mouth of the pig to prove, to show that ultimately ignorance is where they're coming from. But some show them sort of like uh, lined up all in a circle and where they're one touching the end of the other, okay? So because of these three roots that exist in the mind of, of, of beings, and when they exist in the mind of being, this is the kind of existence that you will have, okay? So whatever is here, comes from come from some degree of, of what's in here. Okay, so the degree to which you have the, the strength of one of these in you will determine where in here you will be. You are you, you are you are determined. So you could say it determines the kind of consciousness that you have. If we have a consciousness that is filled with hatred, mostly, then you will be born. You, you will have a kind of body, a kind of mind combination and senses combination. And, and all that kind of stuff, where the anger w- will be, will be, will, will be, it will help to display the anger or help to promote the anger. So you'll be born in a, in a realm where there's a lot of fighting. You'll be born in a realm where there's, uh, you know, opportunity for you to hate, okay, strongly. And if desire is the strongest thing, strongest thing in the potential, it creates a consciousness. To, to house this uh, desirous kind of uh, attitude, and it will create a mind-body kind of combination to perpetuate it. Okay, so you will have a body that you will that makes you have attachment for it, or you will see things around you that will make you have attachment, strong to create strong attachment. Okay, so you have sharp senses to pick up things and to to, to for that. Okay, and if you're mostly ignorant. You, you, uh, 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 that you don't really know much this, know much that, and your mind is just more the kind of dull ignorance that we can consider, then you have a body and a mind and everything else and a kind of consciousness that, and everything else that creates a kind of world where ignorance is perpetuated. Okay. All right. So keeping that in mind, so samsara is now divided, you could say, uh, into usually... Uh, some are divided into three, I don't know what you call it, three realms or three spheres or three, but these three that I'm referring to are the kind of more the kind of matter. 
mind kind of matter uh, kind of matter. There's a gross matter. There's a subtle matter, and then there is uh, a place of no no no. Uh, you could say extreme matter so subtle that you cannot even call it matter anymore. Okay, and that's what you call the desire realm, the form realm, and the formless realm. And if we use the word realm, I don't know, because we don't have any other word. <laughs> okay. Because there's another three, there's another divisions of it where you say, where you say, use realm again. So if someone asks you, how many realms are in samsara? You say, well, I mean, it depends, depends on what you want me to enumerate. If you want me to talk about desire, realm, form, realm, formless realm, three. If you want to talk about realms in terms of different kinds of beings, then the number becomes more than three. Okay. So as far as world, you could say world, right? World. As far as world, spheres, is concerned, there are three in samsara, make up samsara. And, and that goes, I'm sorry, does that go back to what you were just saying, the gross matter? The yeah, gross matter, matter. And the subtle matter. Yeah. Gross matter, spheres? subtle matter, and then extremely refined matter where you can't even say it's matter anymore. Can we call it formless matter? Or yeah, formless matter. That's a, that's a nice term. <laughs> if it doesn't exist yet, uh, okay, you can have a copyright for that. <laughs> <laughs> so those are defining the three spheres. Yeah. And and what is their connection to desire, realm, form, realm? There's just the another way to say the same thing. Yeah, that, that's another way of saying it. Okay. So, okay. so uh, I'm... Because the word desire... Is 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 what is used as the name for one of the spheres. We might connect it with more with emotion or with mind rather than some kind of matter. Okay, but when it when it and then when the other two that that the that uh, this one is is one of the one of the names in the list, and it's, it's specifically mat material. It's a formless and form. It doesn't have anything much to do with desire, with an emotion. Okay. What would be an example of... So desire realm is where we are. Okay. We are in the sphere of desire. And in the sphere of desire, we, we see uh, m many of the types of beings reside in desire, in the desire realm. Okay. Now compared... The, the, the matter that is found in desire realm compared to the matter in the other realms is, is grosser. Okay. I'm completely lost. I'm sorry. <laughs> the kind of mind-matter combination of that you find in the desire realm is can gross. Us, can you show us where the desire realm is on the Wheel of Life? No, I'm sorry. I'm okay. Concerned. All right. Uh, the desire realm is... Uh, animal, hell, hungry ghosts, and where the humans? Just, yeah, the, just the farms and the houses. Okay, right there. So this half. Okay. <laughs> and that represents when you say desire realm. That that represents. Uh, suffering in the form of dissatisfaction. No, see, not, not dissatisfaction, but yearning for, like, if you're in the hungry ghost realm, um, mm. thirst, uh, 
Th- that's what I was trying to avoid. Oh. See, it's the word desire throws you off. That's what I said. It throws you off because you're thinking that only these people have desire. It's a physical desire. It, it, it no, the desire, it, it, it's, it's, it, it, you can say the word desire throws you off. And just when you think of that, don't, don't, don't try to extrapolate too much okay. from the word desire. And the reason that it's called desire realm is because the being who live there are driven mostly by desire. And desire for, for, for the uh, food, desire for sex, and desire for, what is that? There's another one. Money? Oh, uh, oh I think I know what you're saying. Possessions? Um, no, no, I think it's the, just those praise, two things. Praise. Uh, oh, no, no, just, just many of those two. Oh. The, the beings there are driven by those desires. Okay. Yeah. So, so food, sex, you said, and then what was the third one? No, there was no third, there's no third one. I That's thought there was a third one. Yeah. Just food and sex? Food and sex. They're driven mainly by those two desires. And you can look at this, this is what you call, uh, in biology, it's called, what's it called that? They have a name for it, in biology. Procreation? Yeah, uh, it's like a, uh, it's like a instinct in the, in the, in the, in the flesh being to reproduce yourself and then to find food. Okay. Okay. Survival instinct? Survival instinct, I think they call it, yeah. So then what's the form... So we're, we're in what you call a gross form yeah. realm. Yeah. What's the other form realm? Okay. The left, or am I interrupting? No. <laughs> so, let's, uh, so that's the remember this main three divisions. Okay. Samsara is divided into these three spheres or these three realms. D- one is called desire. One is called form. One is called formless. So whatever you may already have about, whatever interpretation you may have about those terms, they may not necessarily apply as to, re- as to what they are. They just call just names. Or it could be Larry, Joe, and Mo. Okay? <laughs> Curly. Curly. <laughs> okay? So just remember that. And where, where are humans? Humans are found in the desire sphere, in the desire realm. Animals are found in the desire realm. And there are other kinds of beings that we don't see directly with our eyes that also dwell in the desire realm. Okay? And all these have a form relative to the other ones that we mentioned. It's, gro- they are, it's grosser. Okay? Gross, what's another word for gross? Dense, there's another one. Uh, rough. Okay, dense, dense. T- think of dense. That that will help. Okay, not dense in the sense of you know, <laughs> like you can think of. Finally, there's a kind of being that's so dense they can't move. <laughs> tangible, but but they're still tangible in the in the form. Just heavily concentrated. Okay. Right. So. Alright, so that's the, what's the desire realm? uh, This is a show and tell, I always showed, and I showed and I told. (laughs) Okay, so uh, how many, we have one, two, three, four, five, six. Okay, that's another division. Okay, but this sixth division doesn't include every place in Samsara. 
As a matter of fact, depending on how you interpret this one, you could say all that is the desire realm. This entire wheel, the desire realm. Not for the sake of metaphor, but all these beings, that's where you find them. And the other forms, and the other realms, I mean, subtle, I mean, how do you draw a subtle form? How do you draw something that doesn't have form? Right? So it's sort of implied in here. Which is the... the no, there's, this is samsara. This is samsara. Okay. There's you no enlightenment. I'm sorry, you have dem- demigod, and then you have, what was the other one? Oh, there's a, oh, the, a lot, the, a lot the of ar- other ones. The arahat, right? Oh, no, no. So now I'm no. totally lost. Okay. <laughs> the other I thought two I had it. So, now, what, what's confusing in you is you remembering other things that you, that you remembering other, remembering other teachings or things that you read about that, and you're trying to fit it here, no. maybe. Confusing me is I thought there were three in the desire realm, and then I told there were six. Oh, no, I never said there were three. <laughs> three spheres. Yeah. Samsara is divided into three spheres. Mm-hmm. And then you pointed to those. Oh, yeah. Three spheres. Which right? Can you show me? When you talk about. When, when this. No, no you, I, I cannot <laughs> point. <laughs> uh, I, yeah. Confusing. <laughs> Yeah, and you're looking for three spheres here, right? Yeah. Yeah, there are no three spheres here. Oh, you're going to say one, two, three. Okay. Oh. But forget this one. <laughs> forget the fourth one. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> or you can say one, two, three. But oh. that would be confusing. Because that would make you think this is which is which of the which of which one is the desire, which one is the form, which one is the formless. That's not what this is pointing to. Oh, okay. So, so really. I mean so, so don't look at this po- put poster. Away. Put it away. We don't want to look at it. It's going to be like politics. Okay, not looking at this poster. <laughs> samsara. <laughs> this is Samsara, but don't look at the poster. <laughs> it over here is divided into three spheres desire realm, form realm, and formless realm. Or AKA gross form. Uh, subtle form and extremely subtle yeah. form. Yeah, okay. Now, now come here. <laughs> this, this is depicting mainly the desire realm. Okay. And the desire realm itself is divided into six. Oh, okay. And then now what word to use now? Sphere, realm? Six. Subdivision. <laughs> <laughs> Six realms in the desire realm. Six realms in the desire realm. Realm <laughs> 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 I like that. Realm Six realms. Six realms in the desire realm. <laughs> okay. Okay. And they are. And they are. Uh, these are the lower realms. These are the higher realms. Okay. And and keep keep uh, keep in mind the twelve links of dependent origination. The strength of your of, of those three determines where you are where you will be born here. Right. Okay. So if hatred is the main characteristic of the of the potential that created your kind of consciousness, that will create a mind body 
it, requ it requires mind-body combination and then the kind of sense and everything else. And then you have a kind of birth, okay, that is mainly governed, mainly instigated by, by hatred. Then you are born in the lower realm. So the subdivision, the realmets in the lower mm -hmm. realms are... <laughs> in the lower realms, that's where you find the lowest of the hells. And that's the, that's the biggest division of, <laughs> of the wheel. Okay. That's the hell realm. And then, and then next to it is the, what it was called the hungry ghost realm. Or the hungry spirit realm. Or the craving spirit realm. Okay. And here is the uh, animal realm. Okay. So intense hatred and some degrees of hatred, but more here more of desire and here more of ignorance. Okay. Ignorance in the sense of, you know, don't know. So birds would, would be again that that's Governed more by ignorance Mo in yeah. their previous lives. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Okay. And hatred would be the hell realms, and then desire, greed would be the hungry ghosts. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Right. Now, the the other realms, the higher realms, are also governed by those three, but to a lesser degree than mm -hmm. intensity, I would say, mm -hmm. than than the lower ones. Okay. So the higher realms are then. The realm that's in the yeah. Are the so human realm, human realm uh, which is uh, over here, and right above that is over here. That's the what are called the demigods, the titans, the movie stars, <laughs> <laughs> or celebrities. No, uh, I guess these are the ones who live close to the celebrities. Oh, they're not the celebrities. They're, they're not quite the celebrities, but they're celebrities. They're wannabe celebrities. <laughs> <laughs> you could say these are the ones who are close to the, the, the. They're close to the uh, celebrities. The groupies. The group? No, not quite the groupies. So, so like that, if you're a rock star, mm. you would. If you're a and rock star you, and, and you, you work, you work in a field that deals with rock stars, but you're not a rock star yourself. Right. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Like a producer. And yeah. <laughs> 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 and then this one <laughs> within the desire realm, the highest realm is the what that refers to. Then you start going to God or the angelic beings or the devas. Okay. That's the angelic realm or the deva realm or the So somebody God like realm. Gandhi would be considered a godlike. No, human. he was human. Yeah. The karma that he generated, or his acts, that, that in other words, due to good karma, I would say good karma in his future life, mm -hmm. then that would be the realm that he could potentially find. Oh, good. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. <coughs> so, if the intense hatred, desire, greed, and ignorance place one in the to take birth in the lower realms, mm -hmm. it's still some degree, but just less so, of hatred, desire, and ignorance that places one in the human demigod or god angel. Yeah. So those things still exist. Those things still exist. Yeah. Just to a lesser degree. Yeah. 
Now, ignorance, there is ignorance which is the fundamental ignorance, which is not having a, having a false conviction concerning the true nature of reality, an unconscious mm-hmm. conviction about the true nature of reality. That they all have it to the same degree. But there are other kinds of ignorance, you know, stemming uh, or, or, or uh, coming out of that. That, that. So those who have it to a greater degree, those have it to a lesser degree. Like knowing that if you plant things, you can get you can get uh, crops. That's a kind of uh, not knowing that's a kind of ignorance. Okay. I think we use the example of planting uh, seed and uh, expecting a house. Yeah. <laughs> 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 that's the gross ignorance <laughs> so that's the uh, main division now each one of these is further subdivided right, right. further subdivided lower and higher lower and higher within each one right. so lower, lower and higher here lower and higher here lower and higher in everywhere okay. so there are demigods which are Higher than other, higher and lower than uh, other than than other demigods, and there are gods which are higher, and there are gods which are lower than you know, when compared with each other. Just like the, within the human realm, there are people who will suffer more than others, or who are better off than others. Okay. And that's all dependent on the strength of desire consciousness. Yeah. Yeah. So, the kind of consciousness that you have, the kind of potential for your consciousness that you have, uh, give rise to a mind-matter combination for that for that to sustain that kind of consciousness. Okay. So the bodies of the of 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 the hell beings are subject to extreme suffering, but at the same time they're able to in. It's able to continue for a very long time to continue to experience those kinds of suffering. Where the, the, it is said that the, if, we were, if, we were, if someone were to take a small portion, a tiny, minute portion of the suffering that the hell realms are experiencing and give it to a human being, the kind of body, mind, body that we have would not be able to sustain it. We will die. It would not, it would not be able to continue. Because we don't have the mind, body, consciousness, a mind, body combination to be able to 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 be the body is a, a proper vessel. I mean, the word mm-hmm. proper does seem like we want to get a kind of body like that. No, <laughs> but is that is a a, a a a proper environment, the right kind of environment for that kind of that, that kind of uh, uh, suffering. Okay. Okay. And of course, the the God realms, the the kind of uh, body mind body combination that they have. Because of the consciousness that they have, so you can say they are th- those who are uh, from the human to the to the gods is is the degree of is to uh, depend on their degree of what you call uh, ethics. The higher the ethics, the higher the god realm, and the, and and uh, the more subtle kind of a mind-body kind of connection they have to experience uh, greater pleasure. Okay. So the the mind-body combination here in the higher realm allows them to experience intense pleasure for sustained time. 
I'm having a hard time visualizing uh, for God, the godlike realm. Mm -hmm. Like I know we talked about, you know, somebody being like a celebrity or so, but they're mm -hmm. really human. So, mm -hmm. so can you give an example of somebody that would represent a godlike? We uh, someone that we, we can sh I can show you. Well, not show me, but or oh, describe. No. I mean, Indra, Brahma, Shiva. Okay. There might be even there might be a god named Joe. Okay. Jennifer, Josephine. But, but when you're <laughs> referring to Brahma, Shiva, I mean those are Hindu gods, right? Mm -hmm. and, and and how about <coughs> like Tibetan gods, for example? No, they're all in there. Okay. Yeah. But uh, w as far as uh, within Buddhism, you have Tibetan mm -hmm. uh, Buddhas. They also they use the same word. They, they call them gods. But they're not, they're, not, they're, not, they're not those kinds of gods. Mm -hmm. Okay? So, uh, animal realm, you, you buy. Right. That's because you see them. Right. But are they humans? In the animal realm? Yeah. No. And, see, when we, we, we can see the animal realms, and when you hear there's a realm for the animal realm, we accept it as something which is not human. It's not a human experience. But when we hear hell realm and God realm, because if we don't see them, we think of them as oh, a way humans behave. Right. Right. No, the same way that the animal realm is distinct, the other realms are also distinct from human realms. We just can't see them. Right. There's a kind of being just like as uh, distinctly as the animal realm is distinct from human humans, who are who, who fit into a category of being that are called gods. And there's a, another kind of beings who are distinct from gods, distinct from humans, distinct from animals, who together fit into a category we call semi uh, semi gods or demigods. But they still fit into samsara. Yeah, they all. This is remember. This is all. This is the will of samsara. This is samsara. So if they're gods, well, it's it's the word god that's throwing us off again. It's just the, the name that we're using. Sometimes you just say angelic. Maybe that may even throw you off. I know, but when you think of angelic, you think of individuals who are like, like so unbelievably enlightened, if you want to yeah. call it, or that yeah. have just accomplished such feats of, of goodness mm -hmm. that you put them in a in like an angelic type. Mm -hmm. type. Mm -hmm. But they're human, so no. that's the thing. Mm -hmm. See, I, I, that's where I'm getting they're lost. Human? They're not human. Angels are. So you're thinking like that because I'm not thinking of angels. Rock's husband is a movie star that he was a god, but he was just a human. Like, I, was that, that's my point. That's my point. So when you say godlike realms, I, I guess I, my problem is this: if they're gods, then why are they in samsara? Because they haven't. There, there's they a time. Have some degree of. I'm sorry. Yeah. Yeah. Some degree of, of those three things, of poisons. Of, of, right. Those three poisons. Now, but but we don't know who those gods are. It's we, we're not capable of seeing them. Is that what you're saying? We, 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 it's not we are not capable of seeing them. Well, we are, but we, we just it's not like you're going to drive down the street and you're like, oh, there's another, mm -hmm. in another form, mm -hmm. this other kind of object being. or, or mm -hmm. being mm -hmm. that, that is considered God. Yeah. Could it be nature? Could a mountain be God? Yeah, it could be. Does that have to do with when we were speaking a few weeks ago mm -hmm. um, about the bees having that 
capacity to see colors that you can't see. So they're there. We just don't have right. that consciousness that doesn't mean we can't cultivate it. Yeah, we can cultivate that consciousness. We just don't, mm -hmm. and you know, maybe you have it. You just, I mean, I think you would know it if you had it, but probably there are those who have cultivated it and have it, and those. Or how about sounds like a dog hearing high pitched sounds? Uh -huh. mm. But anyway, is that is that sort of what you mean? It's not like they're not there. It's just just because you can't see them, like that bee sees the color, just because mm -hmm. you can't mm -hmm. see it doesn't mm -hmm. mean that color doesn't exist. That it doesn't exist, right? Mm -hmm. Well, the thing is, they're not just uh, metaphors for human qualities. That's, that's not what they're. That's not what they're re 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 referring to. When they say a hell being, they don't mean someone who's some uh, a human being who's suffering. Got it. Got it. Okay. That, that I understand. Mm -hmm. okay. Now the term God will throw you off because there are, like for example, turn around. That's supposed to be Avrakiteshora, and that's supposed to be a God. And then you say, wait a minute. We were talking about samsara here. This one is not samsara. We call that a God. Just the term itself might be uh, uh, might throw you off. There's, uh, let's say, uh, can, can we not call it a God realm? Can we call it a different realm? Oh, what would you like to call it? Um, I, I don't know. I mean, I, I, I'm thinking um, if, if you take, for instance, the God of Compassion, uh -huh. did, did the God of Compassion have uh, have roots of ignorance and anger and, 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 and greed? No, that's gone. It's gone, okay. Mm -hmm. So then, then it's really not not the God of whom. That's where I'm getting hung up. See, the term, the the that, just that word, God, that's right. what's going on. Yes. There are a type of beings who are free from samsara, who are enlightened. Yes. And we call them gods. Right. And there are some other kind of beings who experience great pleasure, who have tremendous uh, abilities. But they're still in the wheel of samsara, and we call them, we still call these beings gods, or we call these beings god also. Mm -hmm. It's like meeting meeting two people named John. Mm. They have the same name, but they're two different beings. Right. They may come from different continents. Right. Okay. So just mm. sort of samsaric gods. Right? Yeah, that, that's I guess we want to call it qualify it that way. If you want to use the word god, right. Or if you perhaps you don't want. You would like the God of instead of saying the God of compassion is the Buddha of compassion. Mm -hmm. That might help. Okay. Mm -hmm. Okay. It's, it's just that that term is throwing us off because uh, it's it's used in, it, because the word fla in Tibetan is for both <coughs> the beings who live here and the samsa mm -hmm. and also the Buddhas. Right. Fla, which means God. Mm -hmm. Like fla sa. Yeah. Oh. Okay. So, it's just the term God which is throwing you off. Well, there's, uh, Gisha Michael uh, prefers to say uh, pleasure beings. I don't know if that will help you. That was thrown around for a while in one class and was sort of with uh, Geshe Targi mm. and the roots, so they didn't like it. <laughs> <laughs> From what I remember, it just didn't, <laughs> yeah. so didn't work. I, I, I guess I have to, I, I have a hard time with 
visualizing what these beings look like? No, think of angels. Okay. Think of angels. Okay. As far as visualizing what they look like, they are they are angels. They have they have supernatural powers. They have you know supernatural beauty. They have supernatural even uh, morality. Mm-hmm. But they're not free from samsara yet. So samsara is not. Uh, don't think of samsara as the prison for those who, have, who, who are evil. No, I. I, I or, or, or everyone right. is outright evil, and then they get stuck right. in the prison of samsara. Right. Right. Okay. That would make it too simple. Yeah. It's, it's, it's consciousness. Yeah. Right. Manifest. If your conviction about the true nature of reality is not in accordance with the, true, the with the way the true nature of reality is, then you are in samsara. Right. You could be the most ethical person. You could be the most uh, generous person, but your view of reality is not in accordance with the with the, with the nature of with with the nature of reality. Which is, in a sense, having a wrongful view, right? Yeah. Because you're, you're not seeing things the way they The way they really are. So you, you could be very generous, but you don't right. understand the true nature of that generosity. Right. But you're generous right. anyway. Right. You could be loving, compassionate. Right. But you have attachments with your love. Oh, no, not, not, not uh, wrong view in the sense of necessarily having an opposite uh, uh, emotion to the level, to emotion to, to compassion. You could be comp- completely detached. <coughs> like uh, I'm use a very uh, very gross example. That cushion there is is uh, red. Right. Oh my God! <laughs> if I can put myself in trouble, <laughs> <laughs> right, right. somebody might see blue. <laughs> right, right. But that's not what I'm talking about. Right. Let's say it is red. Right. Right. Even even though it might be blue, but let's just say it's red. <laughs> well, depending on what class. It's, it's, it's red. <laughs> okay, it's red, right? That's that's. Right. Let's talk about that. That's the nature of that of, of that, that that cushion. It's red. Right. It's right. a red cushion. Right. And then I could be a very compassionate person, not having any kind of attachment whatsoever, and I say that's blue. Mm-hmm. When it's really red. Right. But I'm convinced that it's blue. Right. And out of my conviction that it's blue, I, I'm compassionate. I'm moral, and I'm all those kinds of things. Got it. Okay. Right. So, because of the, the higher degree of my morality, I'm I'm born in, in what is called the higher realms. Right. But because you see it as blue, I'm still I'm samsara. You're right. Mm. Okay. okay. And also another thing that confuses things is that some of the things, some of the practices that we're supposed to do, that's supposed to take us out of samsara, are also the, the practices that we do that takes us into the higher realms. Yeah. Okay? That's where the confusion also lies. Like, you don't get born into the higher realms by accident. You get born into the higher realm because of, of having, having lived a moral life, mm-hmm. having been generous, having been loving, having been compassionate. But from what you've told us before, what we've heard before, once you're in those higher realms, it's harder to encounter the things that keep that compassion alive and growing because you're more inclined to like burn off your positive karma that puts you there. And unless you have some, some impetus that, that keeps you compassionate, mm-hmm. then you burn that off and you can end up back down in the lower realms. Mm-hmm. 
Well, that, how that, do you generate that happens? Money? That happens, but it's not a cause for being born in, for for not staying in, in there. Oh, okay. Okay. You're, you're, while you are uh, living as a being born in there because of your compassion, your compassion is your nature. You live as that being, as a compassionate being. You d- that compassion doesn't right. doesn't die, and then you you, you lose I you see. lose it. For the duration that you're you're that being, you're compassionate. Then what is it that I'm misunderstanding? Was it the the, the impetus to practice the Dharma, or impetus to practice the Dharma? And where, where, so those that are in there, some of them must have some kind of consciousness that has them wanting to practice the Dharma? Yes, yeah, no, yeah, yeah. That's the, not every single one of them is a lazy, you know, lazy practitioner, yeah, yeah. a lazy person, as far as Dharma is concerned. You have those, just like, I mean, uh, just because, you know, wherever, because you happen to be, someone who's spiritual, so you frequent places where like-minded people are, so it might seem like there are a bunch of you around, but when you compare it to the six billion people who are living on the planet, you're you're a rare thing. You're rare. It's not like every single human being is purely practicing dharma or purely practicing spirituality. Some of them think of it as a waste of time. Some of them has a com- some of them have a completely warped understanding of what it's supposed to be. They're doing the exact opposite thing of what what they're supposed to be doing. They think they're doing spiritual thing, but to for those who are actually doing it correctly, that that number is very few, very rare. So the same thing also you have to consider with the God realms. It's not like every single God God is you know, not doing dharma. There are some doing dharma because uh, an example. That 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 shows that shows that says so is the very book that tells us about them. <laughs> the, that book also talks about those beings coming and listening to the Buddha and those beings coming and 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 then uh, practicing Dharma. Right. And that's that's why the hmm? picture of the Buddha is in all of these little yeah realmets. <laughs> <laughs> so we are right. a- adopting that term realmet. So right. the so you see a Buddha in each realmet. And the Buddha is appearing there teaching. So if there, if there was no opportunity for those beings to do anything with the, what the Buddha is uh, teaching them, because the, that's the highest uh, a- uh, activity of the Buddha is to teach. If, if there was no way, uh, and one of the attributes of, of a Buddha is that Buddha does what is appropriate, right. and the Buddha uh, knows about the correct time for something. The Buddha would not waste. A Buddha would not waste his or your time. If if you meet a Buddha, that means you're ready to be enlightened. A Buddha would not come to you if you're not ready. If if there's no way you're going to be enlightened by this encounter. Okay. So the Buddha appears in all these realms because there are there are, like in the, even in the hell realm there are those exceptional beings who are re- who might be ready for Dharma. I mean there might be extremely few, but there's still some. Alright, so I was hoping to make this wheel not confusing, but I ended up making it more confusing. (laughs) So, there's one thing that you're clear about. (laughs) That's the three poisons. (laughs) (laughs) And the twelve lengths. And the twelve lengths. So we got the outside, the twelve lengths. Okay. Now what's, what's in between? Okay. 
So this is mainly the the three. This is this this sphere is mainly depicting mainly depicting the desire realm. Because all these kinds of beings are found in the desire realm. Mm-hmm. Okay. And who's the Yamantaka? Oh, you mean the the big one holding the big in his mouth? With a very graceful hand. Oh, that's uh, death or ignorance. Holds it? Yeah. Yeah, this is the wheel of samsara. The wheel of massive suffering. And that teeny tiny little white thing is the... That, is that a that's, threat, yeah. Oh, that's somebody leaving sam- the wheel of samsara. Oh, okay. See, it, it goes out of it. Oh, that it's goes just, totally But that's the path. Yeah. Path. Yeah. Right. Right. yeah. Right. I guess I should just uh, ask you, okay, what picture do you see when you explain? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, who is the, the one on the right then? That's the Buddha then pointing to the moon, which is nirvana. The moon mm-hmm. represents nirvana. So the Buddha is pointing the way out of the wheel of samsara into nirvana. Why is it on both sides? Oh. Hmm? Yeah, because so people just the are yeah. and going that Yeah, way. see there. That's supposed to be the path to nirvana. Mm. Right? That, that's the path that you actually step on and then you practice and you practice and eventually you get into nirvana, into enlightenment. And the Buddha is there teaching you, you know, get on the path. So there are actually two moons. There's the crescent moon and the other moon. Yeah, the full moon. And then the little birds. Do they have symbolism? The four birds or those not yeah, birds? Yeah, they're birds flying. These are these are beings who are, who are free from samsara. They can flo- they can fly. But they're not the greed birds. They're just yeah. birds. <laughs> these are the free, these are doves. Doves. <laughs> are doves are usually depicted as the the good one, good good right. birds. Right. <laughs> the peace. Now, the interesting thing is, uh, and some, some of you thought that this being holding the wheel was some sort of enlightened being. No. No? You thought it was, you know, it I always thought it was the death. Lord of death. Lord of death. Lord of death. Lord of death. Yeah, Lord of Death. I didn't even. I didn't. You didn't never consider. I didn't uh, label him as enlightened or okay or God or anything else. It just okay. Lord of Death. Just I named him, but didn't label him. Okay. Sense. I understand. You didn't uh, ask, uh, give any attributes. No, I never. I, I just oh, it's the Lord of Death. All of it. I didn't think. That so, so what is the answer to that? Which answer I to mean, what the question? The Lord of Death is, is I mean, who 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 has the Capability or the, the, the wisdom to know. Mm-hmm. Well, I guess it's Buddha, but, but, but who, who makes that determination? Where? Well, see, see, I'm having a hard time with the with the drawing. <laughs> the figurative versus the. I the mean, the, what does that mean? The Lord of Death. What does that mean? What does that mean? Yeah. What does that mean? It means that everything in here is conditioned by death. Okay. Everything in here will die. Right. Everything here must experience death, right. and also death, uh, also uh, also uh, ignorance. You c- it's both. It's ignorance and it's death. Okay. Everything in here is conditioned by ignorance. Everything in here is conditioned by having to die. 
But as, as far as an actual being, no, there's no actual being. There is no Lord of Death. No. But so again, this is just for a figurative yeah, for, yeah, yeah. Okay. And if there was uh, a thing that you can point to, which is the Lord of Death, that would be ignorance itself. Got it. Okay. okay. So there are a lot of apples. That makes sense. Yeah. Apples. 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 Are those apples? That's. Or on the trees. Is that what kind of fruit is that? Like here? Or <laughs> <laughs> is that some kind of fruit? What is that? It's a hybrid. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I just I think it's interesting. Because you know, in the Christian <laughs> tradition, <laughs> apple has a significance too. So it's yeah. Sort of, it's so no, 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 seed, immature comma, mature comma. Oh, is that what it represents? Yeah. Okay. In some in some Potential? places, it's just just it's just pretty, uh, pretty. and some <laughs> <laughs> decorative. And some other places supposed to be represent that comma and collecting comma. So in comma. Right, because in the top three, mm-hmm. there's no fruit. Yeah. Like in these three, there's yeah. none. But all of the other. Yeah. Well, no, no. So when when comma is directly talked about, so there's the tr- the, the apple tree or I don't know what kind of fruit tree it is being presented there. Mm-hmm. When in when in the twelve links, there's a direct reference to karma. So the picture that rep- that talks about that link has a picture of a tree. Mm-hmm. The fruit tree. Which one is contact on the on the? Oh, the contact is with where where's the where's the guy with the with the arrow stuck in his eye? Oh, lower left. The arrow stuck in his eye. Yeah, that's contact. Uh, lower <laughs> you can't you can't deny that's con- that's not contact. Because <laughs> in the wrong place at the wrong time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Stink. <laughs> <laughs> and how about feelings? Feelings is the couple, right? Yeah. That's also an arrow on the aisle, too. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. All right. So, yeah, we got more to talk about. Cool. Well, did you say you, you, um, you were recommending a place to get your poster? There's a is it Gus ordered the poster from somewhere. I don't know where I'm getting it, is this the actual copy, or is it... Because you said there was, like, a glossy versus a non-glossy. Uh, maybe Gus said that. I, don't, I didn't... Okay. Uh, is there an inscription somewhere in the bottom of this one? Where's the snow? Within the, snow the painting itself? There? I don't know where he got it. Okay. Within but the artwork. But he, uh, he, when he ordered those online, he got the exact same poster. Okay. There's copyright and <laughs> and Magill, but no, not quite it doesn't that. have an inscription. No. Oh, what's the, what's the other book? I, I, I oh, know yeah. I know Snow uh, Snowline Publications has it. If, if you go on their website, I think Snowline. I, I don't know if you got it from up. They uh, they do sell them. I know they do sell them. Notice this one has a different. It depicts the animals, you know, making a circle, in this one. Where they have so their, their tails in their mouths. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And the beak is yeah. So there are different depictions, and this one has the inscription. Hmm. And what's okay. the inscription? What does it say? Oh, what does it say? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Far away. I don't know ex- exactly, but this, uh, uh, basically, you know, pick up the Dharma and then be free, something like that. Okay. Yeah. 
there might be a um Question is, and this is a, uh, a point that Ed was very vehement about. Mm. That is, that um, an eon is longer than the existence of Earth. If you actually look at the time, the, the definition of eon, mm -hmm. it's like billions and billions and billions of years. Mm -hmm. uh, so, so our planet Earth has not even been around for an eon. Does that make sense? Yeah, that makes some sense. So, in, in if you break the hell around, then you're really screwed. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. So then you're there forever. I mean, it's like... Yeah, I, I mean... Yeah. <laughs> longer than the Earth has been around. Mm -hmm. Longer than the dinosaurs have been around. Yeah, wow. yes. There could be beings there who were born in the... They've been there since the dinosaurs. Yeah. Wow. I think in this one, feeling is the guy with the arrow. The guy with the arrow? Yeah. Contact is something else? Looks like two, pe two people touching each other. Mm. Coming into contact. I don't know, it's kind of weird. And becoming, I don't understand at all. No, becoming is somebody... You've got to look at the book. Read the book. Help this help looks help like two people <laughs> hanging out in a tent. <laughs> right? Yeah. This is uh, another concert. <laughs> oh yeah, she needs the guy with the arrow. How about the one with the kettle? Is there a kettle? A kettle? A kettle. Kettle. A kettle. Oh, the people making the pots? Or the pots? Yeah. Oh, that's a mutual karma. That's karma. The factor is being composed. <laughs> okay. <laughs> right. What was that? Uh, with the factors? Composition. No. Conditional. Conditioning. conditioning. Oh, conditioning. Activity. 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 Conditional activities. Conditioning activities. Conditioning. So the sort of conditioning is like the conditions preceding the activity and also the conditions that the activity will create. Yeah. yeah. The activities are conditioning you. They are sort right? of reciprocal, isn't it? I don't know. When I hear conditioning activities, so these activities are conditioning something. They're conditioning their activities, which are conditioning you. But you're the one that's doing the activity, so you're conditioning yourself later on. No, this is the egg. This, no, this is the egg and the okay. chicken and the egg kind of thing. Right. Mm -hmm. That's why I was sort of kind of kind of goes both ways. It's egg. Egg. Egg is the answer. Forming karma. Forming karma. Oh, okay. Another one. We got four. Okay, forming <laughs> karma. Add that to the list. <laughs> Not forming the karma, but karma that forms, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, put that in the list. Send it to the editors. How about conditioning karma? Five. <laughs> 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 Pop.
Potting. <laughs> Potting. Molding. 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 All right. Mandala of thanks to for whatever understanding you gain. Putting the good deed into the bank for an interest, and that we will not use it to buy frivolous things. Thank you. Oh, we didn't touch his book yet. Okay, sorry. <laughs> <laughs>